Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Looking just fine between Springfield and Fredericksburg. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. The rain has been moving out and skies will start clearing even more, but our temperatures will not drop very much at all. Not until we get to the afternoon on your Saturday here. So 40s and around 50 degrees here early this morning will drop to the low and mid 40s for the afternoon and the winds will start picking up again. Gusts possible late morning, early afternoon, around 40 miles per hour. So we've got the wind alert up for your Saturday here. We're mostly sunny and windy on Sunday, 40 to 45 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist. Just Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're at 54 degrees and holding in our nation's capital at 159. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the weekend, January 13th, 2024. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 2 a.m. hour Saturday on TOP, the U.S. has carried out new strikes this weekend in Yemen against the Houthi rebels. A teen boy locally accused of being involved in a carjacking and a shooting in the district. How proposed budget cuts will impact D.C. services. The money is going to have to come from somewhere. I'm Sandra Jones. The commanders got their man beating out other teams for a new head of football operations. We'll tell you who that is. Wall Street ended mixed. Good morning, 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Stacey Lynn. New strikes in Yemen's capital a day after multiple attacks by U.S. and U.K. forces. CBS News military analyst Jeff McCausland on what the Houthis will do next. The question now remains on whether these attacks have been sufficient to deter the Houthis from continued air attacks on commercial shipping in the Red Sea region. They did launch one missile after the initial airstrike in the vicinity of a vessel operating in the Gulf of Aden, but no damage was reported. Furthermore, the Houthi leadership has responded rhetorically with aggressive statements that suggest they will likely continue these attacks in future. While that's a big story overseas, here in the U.S., it's the winter weather. And KTHV-TV's McCaitlin Johnson is in Little Rock, Arkansas, where they're getting ready. We're throwing everything at this one. RDOT is sending out hundreds of trucks filled with brine ahead of the wintry weather. We're going to burn probably between now and next Tuesday, Wednesday, a good 15,000, 20,000 cubic yards statewide. Dave Parker with RDOT says with a storm system like this, a dip in supplies is expected. We have options. We have suppliers. We're not panicking by any means at all. But crews know it won't be easy. I think mentally everyone understands it's going to be a a tough Saturday, Sunday, Monday. CBS's Michael George reports the flu is spreading fast. So far this season, the flu has caused at least 14 million illnesses, 150,000 hospitalizations, and 9,400 deaths. An additional 13 pediatric deaths were reported, bringing the total number to 40. Kids who do go on to get hospitalized or die from respiratory illnesses are much more likely not to have been vaccinated than other kids. You can dramatically reduce the risk by getting them vaccinated. 
All eyes on Iowa, getting set for the first contest of the 2024 presidential election. A candidate's performance at the Iowa caucuses is often viewed as a test of his or her campaign's strength. In Taiwan, they're hitting the polls, voting on their next president. The BBC's Shema Khalil is in Taipei. It's a very high-stakes election. It's a very consequential election. And it's not just about Taiwanese internal politics. And there are many, many issues that voters have been speaking to us about. But I think it's also at the heart of it is the this battle for, you know, regional influence between the United States, you know, Taipei's ally and Beijing, which obviously claims the island. Move over, Apple. Microsoft's now the world's most valuable company. Shares of Microsoft went up enough this week to give the company a valuation of more than $2.88 trillion, while Apple dropped to $2.86 trillion. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTOP at 203. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Welcome in. January 13th, rain ends. Some clearing by daybreak. Veronica says the lows should be 40s and 50s, most of the region. Winds out of the southwest, 20 to 30. We're at 54 in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We thank you for taking us along for your early 2 a.m. hour ride. Topping the news this morning, a 15-year-old teenager locally from Woodbridge, Virginia, is this hour behind bars, accused of being involved in a shooting and carjacking in D.C. on Friday. They say the teen boy and two other suspects carjacked someone on 14th Street and Southeast. The victim was assaulted, robbed at gunpoint, and had their car stolen. Short time later, near Benning Road in Northeast, police say an unknown person then exchanged gunfire with the carjackers. That person shot the teen suspect. Officers in the case later say they found the teenager and the carjacked vehicle. He was taken into custody, now facing this weekend several charges, including assault, armed carjacking, and assault with a deadly weapon. Anyone with info is asked to contact the Metropolitan Police Department as soon as possible. An employee, meantime, of a school locally in Howard County is under arrest this weekend, facing serious charges this morning. Howard County Police have charged an employee of the Glenwood Country Day School with sexual abuse of a minor. Damien Patterson, 31, of Elkridge, facing multiple counts of sex offenses involving contact with an 11-year-old child. Patterson has worked in the before and after school programs and summer camps for approximately two years. The victim in this case disclosed the abuse apparently just last week to a friend who notified a trusted adult. The adult contacted police and detectives launched an investigation which led to Patterson's arrest late Thursday this week. The child in the case reported that the abuse occurred apparently over a period of two years with the last incident occurring in the summer of 2023. Detectives in the case are asking anyone with info, including any other children who may not who may have been victimized but not reported it concerning Patterson to contact Howard County Police as soon as possible. WTLP News Time, now 2.05. D.C. leaders say they're faced with a tough budget year, searching for departments in which they can make some cuts. One of the agencies that could lose money helps the district's most vulnerable population, actually. All this could spark another debate between the mayor and council. WTLP Sandra Jones gets some insight Saturday morning from D.C.'s Department of Human Services director. Tackling spending pressures in the district. We're going to do everything we can to protect the services and supports that are essential to our social service programs, but it's not going to be pain-free. That's D.C.'s director of DHS, Laura Green-Zeilinger. She's responding to a recent email from her department telling housing and homelessness nonprofits to tighten their budgets because cuts are coming. We didn't say this is what we need you to cut. This 
is what your new grant agreement or contract says. Please come up with a plan to tell us where you might be able to find some savings. That did not sit well with D.C.'s at-large council member, Robert White. What we're looking at is bad budgeting and bad planning as opposed to an unforeseen set of emergencies. Sandra Jones, WTOP News. WTOP at 206. They say it would add green space and enhance the community. WTOP's Nick Ionelli tells us this morning some residents locally in northeast D.C. are working with the city to build a 40,000-square-foot park in their neighborhood. It's a piece of land in the shape of a triangle in the Union Market area, and some who live there say it should be turned into green space. It is perfect for a community park. Reginald Shaw Richardson is leading a community effort to get a park built there near 4th Street and New York Avenue in Northeast. He's in talks with D.C.'s Parks and Recreation Department, looking at next steps for how the land could be developed. They are working with us to try to figure out which entities own it to try to get it cleaned up, at least for now. He says building the park will cost $3.5 million. We are going to reach out to the community and try to get them to contribute to this wonderful pocket park, which is something D.C. doesn't have. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. How do you keep up in a world that refuses to slow down? WTOP News. That's how. Get up to speed. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. Lead Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD, sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Good Saturday morning, January 13th. Welcome into WTLP. Glad you're starting your day with us, where the time now is 2.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, 24-7 guaranteed on WTLP. It's 2.08. Good morning to Ken Berger in the WTLP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dean. They're wrapping up uh, this vehicle. Fire units are still with it. It's on the Beltway Interloop in Montgomery County, topside over by Georgia Avenue. So have the far right travel lane blocked along with the right shoulder and also the off-ramp. And the right shoulder of the off-ramp all blocked because of this. Cruise is still with the scene. A lot of flashing lights. Traffic getting by to the left without difficulty. So as you cross over Rock Creek, be prepared to move over to the far left side. Not seeing any delays on the outer loop past this scene. Otherwise, around uh, the Beltway, both in Maryland and in Virginia, things are running fine. No issues on 270, leaving Bethesda heading through Montgomery County into Frederick County. Are seeing some uh, patchy ground fog and some uh, patches of rain here and there as well, leaving some wet roadways. So again, be careful in those open lanes either side of 270. No major issues on 95 or 295 between the two beltways. Route 50 clear, leaving the Capitol Beltway to the Bay Bridge. However, at the Bay Bridge, still under Phase 1 limited wind restrictions. Sustained wind speeds of 30 to 39 miles an hour for 10 minutes or more. However, house trailers, box trailers, other vehicles vulnerable to high winds, no longer prohibited from crossing the bridge. You can't get across, but as the MDTA police advise, use a lot of caution. Be careful out there. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. 
Well, the rain moving out, the temperatures still pretty high in the 50s across the area. Get ready for tumbling temperatures with those clearing skies today. And our winds will be up, too. Once again, increasing to about 40 miles per hour. So we're going with a wind alert on this Saturday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street wrapped up the week with a mix to higher session. Only the Dow was lower, weighed down by Boeing. The Dow Industrials lost 118. The S&P gained four. The Nasdaq rose three. Oil tanker owners have stopped sending their ships through the Red Sea following U.S. and U.K. airstrikes on Houthi militants in Yemen. Other commercial shippers appear to be doing likewise and taking the long but safer way around Africa instead. Boeing will have some extra eyes looking over its shoulder following last week's near disaster on an Alaska airline, 737 MAX 9. The FAA will increase its oversight of Boeing's manufacturing and may bring in a third party to oversee quality control. Toyota isn't ready to give up on the internal combustion engine. The Japanese car maker has started a project to develop new engines as part of what it calls a multi-pathway approach toward carbon neutrality. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. No matter who we are or where we come from, we all experience difficulties in life. Military veterans know that sometimes it takes strength and determination to make it through. Whether it's obvious physical challenges or struggles on the inside, it takes strength to ask for help when you need it. I knew that I had to get support, not just for me, but for the sake of my wife and kids. Talking about it has helped me feel more like myself again. Honestly, it was hard to open up at first, but it's changed my life for the better. Learn how veterans like us have reached out for help and hear stories of strength and recovery at maketheconnection.net. Ring in the new year with the ultimate timeless gift, a diamond from Diamonds Direct. Whether you're ready to pop the question or celebrating a lifetime of love in 2024, Diamonds Direct can make this New Year's one to remember forever. Diamonds Direct is the area's destination for exquisite diamonds in all shapes and sizes. And our nationwide price guarantee ensures you'll get the best value, period. To showcase that spectacular diamond, we have literally thousands of designer settings from all the top names like Takori, Viraggio, Simon G., A. Joffe, and many more. And our experts will guide you every step of the way with the education you want and the respect you deserve engagement rings wedding bands eternity bands fashion rings at diamonds direct we specialize in the ultimate symbol of love and we welcome the opportunity to celebrate with you so start the new year with some new excitement new hope and some new bling diamonds direct across from tyson's corner center and in rockville off rockville pike and proud sponsor of uva athletics diamonds direct your love our passion this is wtop news Checking out stuff for you to watch this weekend. New on the big screen, 20 years after the original Mean Girls, they've done a remake that has musical elements to it. We as women have to support each other. If you need to talk to me about anything, boy troubles, blackheads, or alcohol poisoning, I have been through it all. 
This morning, Kristen Toto of the Hollywood in Toto podcast tells her own Dimitri Sotis the remake made him think about the brilliance of the first one. The original film, which was so good, inspired a Broadway musical just a few years ago. And I guess they thought, well, we've got the musical version. Maybe we could update the story, put it out on the big screen and see if people will come and check it out. I think they will. And the good news is so much of the DNA from that original movie is intact here, including some of the stars, including Tina Fey, who also has a hand in writing the new film. But she plays uh, one of the teachers as well. And again, it's a story about a new student in a school and she runs into this clique of really, really mean girls, and she ends up getting to know them, befriending them, and of course, there are complications there. It's all about teen angst. Isn't as funny as the original film. There are chuckles along the way. I did enjoy the musical numbers. I thought they were catchy. I thought the way that they expanded the story and really showcased the horror and beauty of high school really worked to the film's advantage, but I have to say, as the movie went on, I just ended up missing the first film. So this is fine. If you've never seen the original Mean Girls, you'll enjoy it even more. If you want a bit of a musical kick, this is the antidote. Uh, this is the, the, the best chance for you. But it feels maybe I'm getting older. It doesn't feel like the movie is old enough. Like we just saw the original and it doesn't feel like it's it was the right time for a, an update. But having said that, when you update a good movie and keep most of the jokes intact, that's not a bad thing. Let's change the climate entirely here with a film starring Jason Statham called The Beekeeper. And uh, some actors, they like to really stretch and they play very different characters. Uh, Jason Statham has a certain lane that he's in, like an assassin, uh, a hitman, that kind of thing. And I, I've even seen this referred to as kind of a bonkers B-movie. What did you think? I wouldn't disagree with that at all on any stretch of the imagination. You know, Jason Statham, I think, is a pretty good actor when given the chance when, you know, but I think he's so comfortable in these action roles that he's just going to give people what they want. And if they want those kind of movies, The Beekeeper is it. He plays this – we don't quite know what he used to do, but he comes out of retirement after this uh, the scam comes to play where they're trying to uh, trick old people out of their money, their life savings. And he's going to hunt down the bad guys and, and bring them to justice. And boy – he does just that, bone crunching. I flinched more than a few times in my seat. That's the kind of action you've got here. And, of course, Jason Statham is big. He's brooding. He knows how to pull off these action sequences better than almost anyone. So you get your money's worth there. But I have to say, in the beginning of the movie, the setup is so gentle and strong and interesting that I thought – Boy, wouldn't it be great if that would carry through the rest of the movie and maybe he could do a different kind of action movie. But that's not what you got here. The Beekeepers is the kind of movie where you can tell they're begging to make this a franchise. The audiences will be the ultimate judge there. But basically, if you like Jason Statham, if you like his action movies, if you like to turn your brain off for two hours, that's the movie for you. Checking stuff for you to watch this weekend. That's Kristen Toto of the Hollywood in Toto podcast talking with our Dimitri Soto. Quick look this early Saturday morning at some of the top stories we're following for you rolling into the weekend. U.S. military forces have launched another retaliatory strike against Iranian-backed Houthi militants in Yemen. A fast move by the new ownership of the Washington Commander, San Francisco 49ers executive Adam Peters, has been hired formally as the new head of football operations. And the Justice Department is now asking the U.S. Supreme Court to order Texas to stop blocking border agents from patrols. More in just minutes. Stay with WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, 
Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Cruz is still with the scene of this uh, vehicle fire on top side of the Beltway in a loop over by Georgia Avenue. It's right at the overpass of Georgia Avenue. You're going to find that the right travel lane and the right off-ramp are all blocked. So as you come past 270, heading past 355, be sure to move over to the far left side. But traffic getting by without too much difficulty. A very light volume of traffic. However, beginning to see some ground fog move in along the top side of the Beltway. So that could hinder driving visibility just a little bit. Again, the advice is use a lot of caution. Let's be careful out there at the Bay Bridge. Phase one limited wind restrictions in effect. Sustained wind speeds between 30 and 39 miles an hour. So house trailers, empty box trailers, other vehicles uh, vulnerable to high winds. Be very careful from crossing the bridge. That advice from the Maryland Transportation Authority Police Department. The good news is down in King George County, you're riding across the nice bridge on 301 between Virginia into Maryland. There are no wind uh, wind restrictions or warnings of any kind. In Virginia, the ride up and down the 95 corridor between Fredericksburg and Springfield running well. No major issues to worry about either side of 66 between the Beltway heading out to the 81 interchange south of Winchester. You'll find no delays anywhere inside the Beltway on 66 between Falls Church heading to the Roosevelt Bridge. Winter's here and with Window Nation, replacing those old windows is easier and more affordable than you think. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. As the rain has been moving out, get ready for some gusty winds at times this Saturday. Our highest winds will be during the late morning through the early afternoon hours. Again, gust around 40 miles per hour expected. And tumbling temperatures with those clearing skies. We've got temperatures this morning in the 50s will drop to the 40s by the afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating. And so as a black woman... In recovery, hope must be loud. It grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable. It is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When we learn the power of hope, recovery is possible. Find out how at startwithhope.com. Brought to you by the National Council for Mental Wellbeing, Shatterproof, and the Ad Council. At this very moment, Doctors Without Borders is on the ground in communities around the world. Delivering life-saving medical care where it's needed most. Our teams are bandaging war-wounded patients caught in the crossfire in Sudan, providing clean drinking water in Haiti, and performing emergency C-sections in Yemen. Doctors Without Borders teams are in over 70 countries worldwide, bringing patients from sick to recovering, from emergency to aid, from crisis to care. This life-saving work is made possible by our movement of supporters. People like you, who help our patients even when they're half a world away. At Doctors Without Borders, we won't stop working to bring our patients and their communities from crisis to care.
If you're like me, 60 and retired, making ends meet, especially here at the supermarket and drugstore is tough. I'm so blessed to have found BenefitsCheckup.org. It's a free and confidential website from the National Council on Aging that connected me to $1,200 a year in programs that help pay for food, medicine, utilities, and more. Maybe it can help you. BenefitsCheckup.org. This is WTOP News. Hey, it may not just be the Caps and Wiz moving to Alexandria in a few years. Georgetown's men's basketball team could do the same, we hear. NBC4 reports if the deal to build a new sports arena at Potomac Yard goes through, the Hoyas would be part of that agreement. An internal report obtained by News 4 recently reveals the plan to include Georgetown hoops. It shows those games would be needed to make the funding work. The whole package still needs approval by the Virginia legislature first and the Alexandria City Council as well. The deal also includes moving dozens of large concerts and other events currently held at Capital One Arena in downtown D.C. Ryan Rollins, a former player for the Washington Wizards, now accused this morning of shoplifting from a Virginia Target store over and over again. A document obtained by The Athletic shows Rollins is accused of stealing groceries, body wash, and candles from the Target seven different times, apparently between early September and November of last year, when he was then on the Wizards roster. All told, the items stolen are valued at less than a 1000 bucks. Rollins made a little less than $2 million in his second NBA season. The 21-year-old Rollins was waived by the Wiz Monday night after playing in 10 regular season games. A court hearing in the case is set for early next month. Rollins has not yet entered a plea in the case. The IRS says it's recovered hundreds of millions in overdue taxes from wealthy tax cheats at a time when the agency is facing some big budget cuts. Officials at the Internal Revenue Service say they've recovered about $500 million from delinquents, many of them millionaires. Since October of last year, agency leaders spoke with reporters trying to highlight their work, boosted by a $60 billion allocation in 2022 from the Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act. Republican lawmakers are working to chip away at that funding. House Speaker Mike Johnson on a negotiated spending deal. Hard one concessions to cut more billions, as you know, from the IRS uh, giveaway. IRS Commissioner Daniel Werfel says they'll use the extra funding over the next 10 years and spread the need for more into later years. I'm Jackie Quinn. Passengers on that fateful Alaska Airlines flight are now telling their harrowing story this weekend of the frightening moments after the door plug tore off at 16,000 feet, leaving a huge hole in the cabin in flight. One passenger saying he feared being sucked out of that plane feet first. ABC's Matt Rivers with more now this morning on the investigation into the terrifying mishap and a new lawsuit. Just a day after the FAA announced an investigation into whether Boeing failed to properly inspect its 737 MAX 9 aircraft, which remain grounded, the FAA taking further action auditing the MAX 9's entire production line and all of its suppliers. And in a federal lawsuit, a former employee of Spirit Aerosystems, which manufactured the MAX 9 fuselage, alleging the company's products suffered from an excessive amount of defects. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55. 
Big weekend in the NFL as a super wild card kicks off with six games. Saturday's got two, including the uh, Cleveland Browns visiting Houston. And then later on Saturday night, Kansas City hosting Miami. Weather going to